0: Hello, and welcome to Maine Golf Talk. We are your hosts, Zach Tomlow and Henry Fall. In these podcasts, we'll be discussing what makes Maine Golf so special. We'll be sharing our own experiences and knowledge as both players and coaches. We'll also
1: branch out to discuss hot topics in the game and chat with special guests to hear their stories, all to keep you in the know and help you improve your game. Let's get into today's podcast. back to maine golf talk. Zach and I are by ourselves today here. Uh, we're gonna cover a few topics the main am finishing up this past week with Paul Anderson victorious again two times now back to back pretty impressive last two rounds there we're gonna kind of scramble over to Dechambeau and his performance of late and obviously winning last week in Detroit. I'm gonna cover the work day. That finished up uh, just today with Morikawa winning. And uh, quite an impressive finish down the stretch. He and Justin Thomas duking it out. And going a little bit to Austin Treslow and Tiger's return at the Memorial this upcoming week. So, Zach, let's let's start off with the main am. Our good buddy Cole there defending his title. A couple impressive rounds to finish that, that tournament. What are your thoughts?
0: Uh, I mean, my my first instinct was, that's impressive golf without making a bogey. I mean, he went, what, the final two rounds, 39 holes, something like that, without making a single bogey. shoots probably an easy 65 to win it. You know, like he said, him and I were talking about Kilb's 59 a while ago, and, you know, 59s are impressive, yes. I mean, granted, I've never even been close, but, you know, let's see what happens in the Main amateur. Let's see what happens in these big events. And Cole knows to how to step up when he needs to. And I really wasn't surprised that Cole defended. He's definitely one of the uh, the hottest main golfers we got. And I think it uh, gave him a little more more motivation that he wasn't the most talked about main amateur uh, going into it.
1: Yeah. What's even more impressive, I guess, is he didn't even have the plum dog on the bag. You know, no caddies this last week. He was out there solo, but, you know, obviously coming from college golf, he's used to carrying and plodding his way around a golf course. So maybe that helped him out in the way too.
0: Did uh, did you see that last putt uh, that MSGA recorded of him draining what, 25-footer to just seal the deal?
1: I did not, know. I'll have to find that one.
0: Yeah, it was, it was impressive. I mean, I heard I heard a lot of good things about Biddeford Sacco. I heard it was in great shape. Greens were rolling awesome. And you had some big names up top on that leaderboard. I mean, I felt like pretty much everybody that we've recorded with has uh, was it, put their name up top pretty quickly. I mean, you had Drew Powell up there. You had Will Kane-Gieser, uh Caleb. And you had a lot of big names and a lot of good college golfers and guys of passed i mean jimmy quinn making the cut you had uh uh mark Plummer up there for a little bit i mean that's pretty cool to see the big age differences there and they're all competing and it was great
1: yeah what, what a leaderboard honestly and you know i, I gotta give a shout out to, to willie k there you know i played with him at uh, or at least a couple times here in the past few weeks and Neither, um, neither he or I had our, our sharpest uh, games, but I, I did tell him, look, I I feel like you're uh, you're prime going into this. You know, you had a great fall season at Williams, wrapping it up with uh, winning the qualifier, and I was like, man, you're in my dark horse. Go in uh, and perform well, and he did. You know, a couple 69s to finish out of the tournament, finishing uh, solo third. So you know, and then obviously the Martindale tie there. It's great to see him. Play well
0: like that. Yeah, that was that was awesome. And then you had uh, Bennett Berg throwing up a uh, 66 there at the uh, on the final round to to get up there. I mean, I think he went 79, 72, 66. So good confidence boost for uh, for Bennett. Um, I know he's playing State of Maine, so we'll see what he can uh, what he can do uh, up here at Sugarloaf.
1: Well, you got a similar course there in Woodlands Target Golf, so see how that goes um but yeah great event great uh you know great top 10 there and uh congrats to cole that's a uh, back-to-back like that's pretty impressive
0: yeah it's one of the hardest things to do is to uh to repeat and to defend and he did it with these i mean six shot victory that's pretty smooth sailing
1: Yeah, and even after that first round of shooting even, it seemed like, oh, okay, well, maybe things are going to be a little tighter this year, but he really broke away from the back on the stretch. So, similar to uh, Mr. Bryson DeChambeau last week in Detroit, man, did he look good. Um, I don't know if it's the uh, the diet or maybe this one-plane swing is, in fact, the wave of the future. I'm not really sure what it is, but... He looks like he's a world beater right now.
0: It's it's incredible. You know, everybody can give him some slack. I mean, look at what Brooks Kepka tweeted out a couple days ago with the Kenny Powers steroid allegation, slamming cameras and it, you know, throw all that side side act away and it's incredible what he's done. He's pushed the limits as to how far he can hit it. I mean, he's the only one that's swinging that hard, that fast, and swinging confidently enough to find the center of the club face with good path and good face. I mean, it's pretty hard to do to swing, one, that hard and, two, find the center of the club face. And he's doing it with ease, and it's paying off.
1: So let's see. His breakfast is four eggs, five bacon strips, toast, and two to three protein shakes. And while he's out in the course, he has – do these go macro bars peanut butter and jelly sandwich another protein shake oh sorry protein shake every six holes so that's another three snacks and protein shake after the round and then the steak and potatoes for dinner and another couple protein shakes are you believing this are you buying this that he's having like seven plus protein shakes a day
0: I'm trying to do the math in my head and you got what fifty nine dollars for for a big jar of protein I mean, that's he's probably going through the whole thing i tested it out i tried to drink like two protein shakes in and like i think i was full the rest of the day i didn't eat anything
1: this is beautiful like, they got a picture of him in a non-stick pan he's got these uh these metal scrapers getting the bacon pushing it around
0: hey it's it's working for him um I think I'd put on about 70 pounds in about four days, but uh, he, if he's 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 always tested, pushed the boundaries. You know, single eighth irons. He tried that little uh, putting crazy kind of broomstick side anchor. Yeah, and he was the first kind of really hit putts and make putts with the flag stick in. Tested that out he's always pushed the boundaries and I think he's unfortunately breaking golf right now. He's, uh, taking this game to a whole nother level.
1: Do you think that the public is going to buy into it? Do you think that some of the instructors out there are going to buy into it and they're going to start promoting this sort of one plane swing and, you know, possibly this fitness regimen and diet that goes along with it?
0: Yeah. I always think that, you know, with impact, I mean, impacts the main thing doesn't really matter what else you do and at impact where our hands are forward, our weights on our left side. And I mean, if you can just put yourself in that position and turn, turn fast, you really don't have to worry about too much else. Um, you know, stack and tilt ish. But I mean, that's kind of my thinking on it is make it as simple as possible and I don't know how much they're going to go into it, but I know for for me, my juniors, I had my kids swinging super fast today. I mean, we had some speed, uh, super speed sticks, US Kids Golf uh, speed trainers, and we were swinging fast, trying to create you know speed in the golf swing.
1: That's uh, that's such a good nugget right there, Zach. I mean, you look at kids. And look, I've had I've had juniors show up with their parents or grandparents, and you know they start hitting golf shots or whatever, and you know their family member kind of makes a comment like, "Hey, swing easy, try to keep it in play." And it's like, no, 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 no! Like this kid's like twelve years old. Let him swing at him as hard as he can. Now, if he falls over the first few times, all right, we'll we'll try to keep him in balance, but. When you guys are young, go after it because when you get older, you can fine tune it. But there's not one of these guys out on tour that wasn't swinging all out when they were young, at least from what I can tell.
0: Yeah, I think I think some of my parents were laughing today. I mean, we did uh, we did Happy Gilmore with the kids. You know, one it's just fun to do it, but again, it teaches timing and it teaches swinging hard and fast. And I I, I swung with the kids and it was, it was, it was fun to kind of just trying to rip it as hard as I can. And, you know, I'm, I'm not close to being where Bryson's at, but I f- definitely am trying to swing a little bit harder and faster just because I can feel more comfortable with that. It's not like my dispersion's is going to be that far off and it actually kind of helps me keep the ball more straight instead of draws. It's kind of a straight tiny draw just because I'm swinging harder. And so my body's rotating to keep up with my arms.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, and honestly, that even that happy Gilmore swing, you make fun of it, but when you step into the shot like that, and as long as you can kind of keep your balance, it actually can be a sort of a, a good drill too, right? Because you know, a lot of people that tend to sort of fall back, weight gets in their backside, and then they spin out of the shot. Well, that one you really gotta get kind of plant that left foot, that lead foot. So look I think I think what DeChambeau is doing is I don't know if I'm going to say revolutionary quite yet but uh you can't argue with the facts and the facts say he's sitting it farther and he's keeping it pretty straight for the most part and now look he was like number one strokes game putting last week too right so (laughs) I mean outside of the, the recipe he has for his diet, I think the recipe on the golf course looks pretty good, too.
0: Yeah, and I think that's what you're going to see is when Bryson can putt, Bryson's going to be right there. I mean, those couple tournaments, I mean, he plays, what? He's coming inside the top 10 every single event he's played in since since the break. And yeah. the only reasons why he tech really didn't win and didn't compete on those others was his putting let him down, and that's pretty much how the tour is, is it's, you know, those guys that are making putts. I mean, we'll, we'll talk more about this in a bit, but Justin Thomas had 10 straight one putts today. I mean, that's, that's what put him into contention or kept him in contention. And I mean, that's why you see these guys making all these putts. I mean, everybody, all the amateurs watch TV, watch golf on TV, and they think that these guys do nothing but make putts. And the only reason why they're on TV right now is because they're making putts. And if you watch the other side of the field, you know, those guys that were teeing off on 10 this week, they weren't making those putts. And they don't show that on TV because who wants to watch a golf tournament of just people putting? Wait, I think they already do that anyways.
1: Well, it's just been a great start to the the tour season. Honestly, I I just think that the top players have really shown up. You know, you've already had DJ D. Chambeau, Webb Simpson, who's, been on the run here in the last few years, and now you got the the young guy here, Morikawa. Uh, man, what an impressive win! His iron play is—you know—there's probably, I would say, Tiger when his iron play is on is probably the best in the world. But man, Morikawa is not far off. Maybe Henrik Stenson comes to mind, but man, he was sharp today too, and almost had a couple aces out there. But It's just been a, it's been an awesome start to the season seeing these guys uh, playing so well.
0: Yeah, and to give you a little uh, background here: Webb Simpson could become world number one next week, depending he on wins. how, depending on what Rory McIlroy does and if he wins. I think Rory might have to miss the cut, but we could see our boy baltasori and his uh, his player. Webb Simpson become world number one and I don't know about you but I'm totally throwing credit to Paul's talk on uh on this podcast for that uh jump up there oh there's no doubt I mean when you ask the right questions
1: and you test a a guest like that it reminds them what really counts and what what brought them to that status so there's no doubt he took a lot away from our interview and that's that's why Webb has had such a great start to the season
0: yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I mean, it, what Morakau did today was so cool. And I mean, was he, what, 22 years old? 21 years old? Something like that. Uh, to have his second win already, he's only missed one cut and he's won twice in his PGA Tour career already. That is bonkers, to say the least. And, um, yeah, more to come from him for sure. And then if we transition here to uh, Austin Treslow, didn't finish the way he wanted to over the weekend, but you know I think he's going to take a lot of positives from that more Ferry Tour event down in San Antonio, putting himself in the 36-hole lead there at 11-under. Um, hard to believe that the winner, uh, I think his name is Lipsky, ends it up at. 25 under or something crazy like that. I mean, but you know, it's good to see uh, Austin playing well, and, and I think that uh, I think this week's gonna be good for him down the road.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be a great learning opportunity for Austin, especially being right there, seeing Lipsky, because I think they were paired together in the final group, or no, maybe not, maybe it was Babarjan. Um, but I mean, Lipsky shot a course record on Saturday kind of just ran away with it. And Austin kind of, I think he shot what two under for the weekend. Unfortunately, it's, that's not going to do it, but I mean, take, take away the first, take those first two rounds and learn something from it and learn how to handle that lead. I think it's going to be great for him in the long run. Like you said, Um, you know, it'd be great to kind of hear his thoughts as to that those final two rounds and that tournament. But I mean, the previous two weeks before that, he missed a cut by one shot each day. Each day, and I think he finally found something. So it'd be interesting to see what he continues on here the next uh, next couple weeks.
1: Yeah, it's just. I mean, these guys are just going like so low. I mean, what did Morikawa end up winning at today? Was it eighteen or nineteen?
0: It was eighteen.
1: I mean. On that golf course, you get to that number. I mean, usually it's the winning score from – I don't know if it usually gets that low. I feel like when I've seen Tiger win there, it's usually like 10, 12, something like that, At yeah, 19 so, under. I mean, it's ridiculous.
0: And we also got to put it in perspective. It's not the memorial. I mean, yes, same golf course, but the greens yeah. will be faster next week. They'll be uh, a little – pins are going to be a little bit more difficult positions. I mean I think what was it hole number two today you get those greens just a touch faster where Morikawa hit it on two would have been off the green in some deep rough right next to the pin would have been tough but I it's it's kind of hard to pick against Morikawa Thomas or uh, Hovland for next week with how well they played this week
1: yeah it's I mean these young guys are just playing out of their minds and um but yeah, and you know, there is one guy in the field next week that could shake things up, uh a Mr. Tiger Woods. What do you think about his return? There's been a leaked video of him making a couple swings. Um you know, he looked sharp in the match for sure, but you know, being back under the lights we'll have to see. Maybe these guys are playing a little better with no fans. It's hard to tell. I mean, it sounds like, you know, maybe it's a little easier for them to, to stay in the moment. I don't know, but you know, it'll be great to see Tiger back anyways, for sure.
0: Yeah, it's going to be really good to see him back. I think we're all excited to see Big Cat back. Um, it As awesome as the golf has been the last couple of weeks, it's not the same without Tiger. He just adds that little bit extra. Now it's been great to be able to see everybody else play other than just Tiger Woods, but I'm excited to see him back. I think Justin Thomas pushing him, kneeling him, uh, saying that, uh, he's scared to come back is going to give him a little motivation. And we got to remember he's, uh, it'd be pretty sweet to see Tiger get the uh, all time wins number, uh, at Jack's place. And I think that's uh that's motivation for him to come out, compete and, uh, Ultimately, get to where we expected him.
1: So, if he wins this week, he's uh, he's number one on the list, then, huh?
0: Eighty-three.
1: Wow. So, what's your what's your, uh, your Woods day uh, routine? Do you uh, wake up and you have like seven protein shakes, like a Deschambault, or is it seven Bud Lights getting ready for the the big cat in red?
0: For for Sundays, I got juniors in the afternoon, so I um, I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna kind of go deep into you know my my routine. I don't think the parents want to know what uh, what exactly I do to get uh, get jacked up. But uh, I think uh, I think I'll be excited. I'll definitely be following along. At least yeah. if if it's not watching it, it'll definitely be uh, following Tiger Tracker on uh, on Twitter.
1: So. Over under
0: top ten. I think I think we're going to see a t- I think we'll see t fifteen uh, for Tiger. T15, um, okay. Yeah, I think I I think Tiger needs those those reps. It's not like he used to be where he just go out and stroll to one of the golf courses that he can tear up and and win. I think it's going to take him a little bit to get tournament reps and. I could be wrong. I mean no fans is gonna make it completely different for Tiger Woods. I mean if there's anybody to benefit from no fans and distractions from fans, it's Tiger Woods.
1: Well, if D.O. is playing, watch out for him. Dustin Johnson looks pretty sharp too. All
0: right, so let's let's talk about D chambo Uh go back to that. I mean the PGA tour is completely missing the boat if they don't pair Bryson and DeChambeau and Brooks Kepka together in the first two rounds. <laughs> I'm, I, I don't think I'm going to pay attention to PJ Tour ever again if they blow this massive opportunity to throw those two together and let them just blast drivers everywhere and see what they do.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good idea. I'm pretty sure that DeChambeau could fly Kepka's ball right about now. That's scary.
0: And Kepka is—I don't know. It just unless he's just waiting for majors, which is still a while away. Like Uh, it probably is. It's it—it's concerning. I at least for me. I mean, yeah. Guy got to five over twice in the uh, the tournament. Now, granted, he made a great push to to come back this week and uh, make the cut, but I mean, he just missed out and. I, I don't know. It's I, I like Brooks. I like he's. You know, I've been enjoying his little shtick in the last little bit here, kind of poking, and prodding. But if if he doesn't win a couple of majors, we're definitely going to start doing the, what we've done to Jordan Spieth, what we've done to Tiger a couple of times, and go, oh, is he done? Is he washed up? Is is that it? Do we see like a little? You know, shiny object, and then just it's now faded.
1: Yeah, I don't. Know. I mean, he played played pretty well at Hilton Head, so you know he, he he's notoriously played best in the uh, in the majors. So you know, he's just getting ready right for those. But you know, you bring up Jordan Speed's name, though. There's another guy that's man. He just has not been himself over the past few years, and. I think he made a comment the other day about wanting to grow the rough out some of these tournaments, put a premium on on accuracy, but then I look at his driving statistics and he's usually bottom of the barrel. So, I don't know. He's uh, It'd be nice to see him get back in the winner's circle, though.
0: It's definitely his ball striking at this point. I mean, his putting's been there, even the last couple of years when he struggled and he hasn't won it's his putting is helping I me mean, shoot. He was what top five in strokes game putting last year. Um, it's, he's got to find something with the driver and hopefully he's figured it out and getting that way, but they can put a couple, you know, a couple rounds together and we get excited. We're like, Oh, he's back. And then this roller coaster for Jordan Spieth is just like, Oh, he's back. He's done. He's back. He's done. He's back. He's done. And, I, I hope I hope there's not too much pressure on him, and I think that's kind of what's done it. Is everybody just has scrutinized every single shot from him?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, stop being in the limelight like that, you know. If you're not playing your best, so. Um, but hey, biggest news to come out clearly the state of Maine championship next week. You got to give some uh, of our listeners some insight. Where are you putting these pins next week?
0: What about these tees? So for, the, <laughs> for our listeners that don't know, state of Maine championships for both, uh, main chapter pros and amateurs. It's the only event where pros and amateurs compete for the same prize. So if you're an amateur and you got nothing to do on, uh, Wednesday, Thursday of next week, the, uh, 23rd, 24th, uh, come up to sugarloaf play in the, uh, the state of Maine. I know, uh, I think it's $100, $125 for Amps to play. Uh, really good opportunity. Uh, 22nd, 23rd. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I played the other day with Carl, kind of getting some ideas as to where I want to put the pins and – How's the course? Pins and tees. Uh, course, is, course is good. Greens are going to – we're going to start rolling Thursday and just keep rolling and rolling. So, greens are going to get fast. The – it's going to be it's going to be good shape when we're when we're the uh, when we have the event If we keep getting this rain that we are get ready for some long rough and uh some thick spots out there but um i think i'm gonna try and set it up pretty easy pretty scoreable i know jerry roman hits a fade and since he's defending champion and i uh, hit am a primarily a draw player i think uh you'll see a lot of pins on the left side <laughs>
1: Oh man, back left on eleven. There you go. Good. <laughs> oh man, uh, that's a It's such a great tournament, though. And you know, we love you know the pros love going up there and spend a couple of days to sort of get away from the busy, hectic summers we all have. So we're looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, it's it's great just seeing some of these guys again. You know, you got. I know I saw Jeff Seavies on there, uh, Jim Fairbanks, uh, Sean Warren uh is making his return it's it's good just to spend a couple days with these guys talk golf relax hang out kind of get away from the course that you you work at except for myself and indy but um i it'll be it'll be great to see everybody compete against everybody and uh look forward to put on a good product for these guys and you know if, if you guys see me up there stop by say hi um i'll I'm pretty accessible, pretty findable, um, even though I am, like, only, what, 5'4", five, 5'5". Five, five. Um, you can barely see yeah. me over the counter. Yeah, but you hit bombs. So, Zach is not
1: is known for taking driver on one and just covering those woods on the right, putting it right up by the green.
0: Hey, bombs. I, I played the other day. I, uh, I decided that this year, if I'm swinging the way I am right now, I'm gonna live by the driver, or die by the driver. We are, uh, we, are we, going, every year. we are going after it on one, we're going after it on uh, four, going after it on uh, five, seven, nine, you know, we'll rip it on 10. You gotta, I mean, it's 10, you have to rip driver. I know Cole's gonna argue this one, but.
1: Yeah, uh, see, this is the issue. See, we watch D DeChambeau, we get all excited, and then we realize, nope, we still suck. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll post like an 83, 84 first round and be like, well, I talked a big game.
1: You know, I. it's funny. Sean Foley said on a podcast the other day, he's like, look, guys, you have to realize when you watch golf on TV on Saturday and Sunday, you are watching the best players in the world at the top level, at their absolute best. So just put it in perspective, realize that Kepka was five over, like you said, Zach. Some of these guys are not always playing great and they hit four shots. I mean, poor JT though, he got stuck behind that tree in the playoff. But there you go. That's golf.
0: Yeah, J T that was impressive what he did. Fifty four holes without a bogey. Uh fifty five holes without a bogey. Didn't really look great the front front nine. You kind of thought okay Morcala is gonna run with this hovlin's got a chance, and then all of a sudden j t rolled off seven under an eight hole stretch ten straight- uh ten straight one putts and you're everybody i think saw on twitter everybody was just saying, oh it's over j t's got this he's won so three shot lead with three to play you would think and then all of a sudden Morcala there had at the end had a chance to win it outright um That was probably one of the best finishes to not be shown live on TV I've ever seen.
1: I don't know, but none of them could contend at State of Maine. They wouldn't have a clue how to play their so they'd get up there and they'd get get waxed by all of us. That's right, main golfers. You heard it first. We'd wax them.
0: Yeah, I mean, if a four handicap can beat an LPGA golfer, (laughs) Zach (laughs) Zalmo and Henry Falk and – (laughs) You know, whoop up on Justin Thomas and Colin Morikawa at Sugarloaf.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, if you guys want to see the MGT squad up at uh, at Sugarloaf next week, make sure you sign up for the state of Maine. Talk to your local pro. See if they can bring a team up. More the merrier. We always have a good time. Uh, Otherwise, we'll see you next time on Maine Golf Talk.